Welcome back to another episode of The Daily Dose in Life Unedited. Welcome back. I am so happy you're here. And, you know, today we're going to talk about, like, overshooting expectations. Um, I have a really bad habit of doing this to myself. And I think a lot of us do. And this podcast is, like, the perfect example. So we are, like, three days into me being like, I'm going to do this every single day. And guess what? It's already feeling impossible. So here's, here's the thing. In my heart, I know that this is going to become a daily podcast. I also know at this moment, I rushed it. I jumped into the end goal without having all of my steps set up. So a lot of examples I give you guys and I offer to you are going to come out of the fitness industry for two reasons. One, that was my that was my life and my world for 12 years. Two, I think most of us can relate when I use dieting and weight loss examples because I think it's something that universally almost all of us have been through. Truthfully, I I would be willing to bet every single one of us, although I never like to say that. Like there's always an exclusion, right? So here's here's the thing. I'm going to equate this and what I just did to when clients used to come in and they wanted to lose weight, right? And especially like this time of year, especially like in another couple of weeks when we hit January 1st. And they're like so pumped. They're like, I'm all in. And they go through their cupboards and they throw out everything. They go to the store. They buy all fresh fruits and vegetables. And within three days... They have a headache that hasn't left them. They are unbelievably irritable and moody. They hate their life. And they're going back to the store to stock up on bread and granola bars, right? The reason I love this example is because it's universal. We've all been there and we've all done it. And as a coach, I really tapped into my success as a coach when I stopped helping people with this approach. And I would say to them, all right, all right, all right. It's not a race though. Like we don't have to get there next week because if we do, it's not healthy, right? Like if we really want to get there, we really have to look at the individual minuscule habits that make up our food logs and our activity and our day. And we need to change them one at a time right? Little by little. So even if you know that the consistency will come and the habits will change, one of two things will happen. One, you're going to go all in so hard that you're going to collapse and you'll never hit the finish line. Or two, you're going to cross the finish line and you're going to collapse. Okay? So basically, that's exactly what I just did with this podcast. I have this 
this pull inside of me right now that is telling me I am supposed to be focusing more on public speaking and sharing my message that way than one-to-one client coaching. Now, I don't think that's like the full picture. I think the universe gives us like little glimpses at a time. And I say that because I, the one-to-one interaction is where I thrive. It's, it's, I need that interaction. I need voice messages from you guys to get me going, right? Like that is, that is always, every program I've ever created has been created in a way that it's open-ended because it is 100% customizable to the person in front of me, if that makes sense to you. And basically what I did here was like, hey, I haven't podcasted in six months. Guess what? I'm going to do it every single day. It's, and it's three weeks before Christmas. If you could see the face I'm making at myself right now, you would understand, right? Like, I'm a mom of a six and an eight-year-old. Christmas is in three weeks. We've got, you know, 8,000 traditions we have to get, like, scheduled in. I'm having some major parenting issues with my oldest at the moment. Um, and... And then I decide I'm going to do a podcast daily. Here's the thing. I would love to. My heart is 100% there. The reality is my environment is not 100% there. So like I can't record at home with dogs barking, kids screaming, all of that things, right? And... There are moments and times when I am here and I'm at the studio, but I still just have other things to do, Um, things that make me, you know, immediate income to pay the bills. And so I jumped, and this is a trait I am well aware of about myself. I jump and then I look and then I say, oh shit, I forgot the parachute all the time. I've been doing it my whole life. It's okay. I've gotten really good at crashing. So I am promising that this subscription is going to get extra episodes. I am no longer promising that they are going to be daily, although that is my goal for early next year. I want you to relate this to your life. How is this, what are you doing in your life right now where you are expecting too much of yourself and most likely with no good reason. What are you expecting from yourself that you are losing sleep over but you would be telling anyone else, dude, you need to relax. No one's going to even notice that. It happens all the time. I am the queen of that. Like the queen of it. Like I go home and I'm losing sleep over a Facebook post that I didn't make. And guess what? Nobody even knows I didn't make the post. 
why am I holding myself to this standard that is so incredibly high? I'm expecting myself to never drop a ball. And here's the thing. Once we start allowing ourselves to drop the balls, that is when we actually really start practicing. That is when we can actually really start getting better and expecting more out of ourselves. Because you see, we all know as adults that we have to suck at something before we get good at it, right? Like we all know that. But yet, nobody wants to suck at it because we don't want to fail, Here's my take on this. I don't believe that failure is real. I don't think it exists. I think we made it up. Well, we didn't make it up. It was made up long before us, okay? And it is emphasized in school. And I think we are doing our children and ourselves and all future generations a major disservice if we do not figure this out. Okay, so here's the thing. You go to school. You learn your ABCs. You're in a class of 25 people. Every child is individual. And we know way more now about learning and individuality than we did 45 years ago. But every kid learns differently. You have one teacher, and we are expecting that one teacher to teach everybody their ABCs. How does the teacher know if everybody knows their ABCs and it's time to move on? She offers a test. Okay? But instead of using the test as we should to look at it and simply for the teacher to evaluate, okay, I have all but one child who knows their ABCs. We can't hold everybody up for one, but I know this one needs special attention. Or, ooh, only one child knows their ABCs. Wait a second, wait a second. I'm teaching. We've been doing this for two weeks. Clearly, there is a gap in how I'm teaching and what they're receiving. I need to try something new, right? That is the goal of tests. Tests tell us what we still need to learn. But we have determined that now we've defined a test is like telling us whether or not we're good enough or whether or not we're smart enough We've also taken those tests to teach us that failure should not, or that failure exists. We've taken those tests now to say, well, crap, I got a 98. When I get home, my dad's going to say to me, where are the other two points? Everybody expects you to get 100. And we start getting that pit in our stomach because, because we don't know it all. And then we feel bad that we don't know it all. We're not meant to know it all. We are not meant to know it all. So let's 
Stop right now. Let's stop using testing in this manner and let's stop teaching our kids that failure exists because the reality is anybody who is wildly successful in any way, in any definition of success, it could be that they have just mastered a skill, 10,000 hours to master a skill, 10,000 hours. Could be that they've mastered a skill. It could also be that they are Steve Jobs or um, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, right? These innovative entrepreneurs who have gone on to become worth billions of dollars. But here's the most important thing to remember. Each and every one of them, by definition, failed over and over and over again. What would have happened if Steve Jobs literally at one point said, it's just not working, and walked away? Like, where would we be as a society, right? It is so important for us to realize that failure is actually part of growth and that without quote unquote failure, because you can't see the air quotes I'm holding up, without quote unquote failure, there can be no growth. I have failed so many times in the past couple years just owning this business. I have failed so many more times far beyond that, right? Like if we're going to go all the way back. I can continue to cringe at those thoughts. I can sit here and say, well, why the hell did I do that? I can feel upset and guilty and all of these things. Or I can choose not to feel any of those negative connotations that we attach to failure. And I can say, well, I know now how not to do it. Okay, I'm going to try it this way. Okay, I'm going to try it this way. Failure is one of those expectations we put on ourselves and we hold ourselves to that actually tie us down. If you are taking personal attachment to your failures, it will bring you right under the water. I have wasted, and I use the term wasted with air quotes as well, so much time and money in business that I cannot even begin to express it. And the thing is, I never consider any of it actually time wasted or money wasted Because there is always a lesson. Without that quote-unquote wastedness, 
I would be missing something that's going to actually take me to the next level or the next step. So in true, in true form to myself, um, you know, sometimes I don't, I get to the end of my spiel and I don't even remember where the original, where we started. And that is, you're going to notice that is super common with me, you guys. But I want you to understand that everybody sets out, or I, I choose to believe, most people set out with pure intentions. And when they can't make good on those intentions, they sometimes they get embarrassed and they don't want to say it and they kind of like withdraw into this shell and they just shut everything down. And that's out of embarrassment. That's out of fear of being judged. Honestly, it's a it's a protection mechanism. The other thing is that some people will own it and they'll work with it. And that's what I'm choosing to do here. I originally said daily episodes. I am now saying this does not seem realistic, although that is still my goal in the future. 100% still my goal. Um, own what you need to own today. That's all I want you to do. Own what you need to own today. Because when you own it, you are then free from whatever it's tying you to. All right? So I want you to go out. I want you to have a fantastic day. Fantastic day.